Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. It is December 27th, 2023. Just a few shows left in 2023 before we get through the new year. We hope you had a great Christmas weekend, Monday, maybe Tuesday, potentially, if you were like us. We're happy to be back. It's going to be a short week. We've got football and basketball to preview in the coming days, and we've got a lot to to catch up on over the last several days that we missed. So hope you're having a great start to your morning. Hope you've had a great few days. We've missed you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, oh, Roush, and Justin Galen. Nick Roush, how are you? How was your Christmas? Um, It was great. So I, I, I felt like I had uh, the Clark Griswold moment, not the one where he's melting down and doing that whole deal, but like, the very end when he kind of looks up at the sky and he's like, ah, uh, you know, I, I had that, that sort of moment of contentment. It was great. It was great for the kids, be around the, the family. Uh, you know, I got a couple nephews in Ohio, got a couple nephews in Alabama. So getting to, to have the boys get to see their cousins was great. Uh, it just, you know, it's, it's like all Christmases that, that they're never long enough, right? They're never long enough. So, we, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves, and um, now it's time for my annual tradition of just putting whatever I got for Christmas in a bag and heading off to a bowl game. So uh, it, it's a little bittersweet, always is, but uh, still still exciting to get down to uh, Florida to watch the Cats take on the Tigers. Scoots, how are you? Roush, I've got a few things to add to, to what you had brought up. A lot of good points. Happy to hear that it went well. Glad that you got a little moment of peace there to, to soak it all in. And, and yeah, you're, he's hitting the road for Jacksonville after today's show. So, Roush should be a part of the show Thursday and Friday, maybe limited opportunity one or, one or both those days. But he should be joining us from the Sunshine State, which will be exciting. Scoots, I'm hoping you had a better Christmas weekend than you did the 30 seconds before we came on the air. You look like you were hurting for certain. Are you okay? Are you talking about my sneezing fit? Well, yeah, you were muted, but like what I just saw, here's bad radio, but here's just what I saw you doing. Oh, yeah, it's because I'm tired. I did the thing last night where 
I tried to prolong Christmas break, and for whatever reason, I decided it was a good idea to stay up till midnight. Looking back now, that was not such a good idea. I probably should have gone to bed in a timely manner because I got a heck of a lot of sleep this weekend, and it was it was much needed. So maybe I just felt like I could get away with getting just five and a half, six hours last night. So yeah, I regret doing that. That's Did, wild. Uh, That's wild, Scooch. You're a wild man, though. <laughs> Did your family enjoy your presence? They did. Yeah, and it was funny. (laughs) So one funny moment from this weekend, I went over to my grandma's. We do that on Christmas Eve. And she's a a big wine drinker, so I bought her, brought her a big old bottle of wine. And I walked in the door and I handed it to her and my sister goes, well, you better suck or soak that up, Wilma, because I'm pretty sure you're the only person that Justin buys a gift for. <laughs> Just got called out right from the jump. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say my presence? What are you talking about? She's the only person that gets a gift. I'm here. No, I, I, hit, them, I hit them with the, what am I supposed to buy for people that already have everything they need? And well, and, and, well then my sister goes, well, Wilma, I was already got wine. And I said, yeah, but she just needs a little more. And my sister goes, well, can you get that mindset with all of us to maybe just you could buy something we need a little bit more of? And I was there like, you oh, go. Maybe, get after him, Sister Scoots. Maybe next year. Get him. Maybe get next him. year. She did, well, it, she did admittedly make me feel really guilty about it this year. So t- next year I might have to change my ways. Kalen, Scoots, Dingus family, whatever your official surname is, we'll at least make sure that you're going to have enough Shady Rays to go around next year. <laughs> At nothing else, you can be like, that'd be a funny joke. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I didn't bring anything this year. And then, like, in each pocket, you have a different pair of Shady Rays for everybody. My dad did Some try shit. to steal my Shady Rays. And I told him, I was like, Dad, just go on the website. Let me know what you want. I'll get I'll get them for you. Pops, you already got your present. I'm here. In my presence. Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. Well, good, Scoots. I'm glad that it was better than you looked about a few minutes before we came on air. Uh, I was worried. I was worried how you were. How you were feeling if you were sick? Uh, again, sickness just going around there everywhere. Yeah. You can't you can't avoid it. But I'm glad to hear that. Ours was great. I was just like both of you all. Uh, it's nice to know we're not alone. And just like I, I was probably one of like the saddest I've ever been yesterday morning, just strictly because like ah, uh, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like this, it's I. I think I learned it from my mom, but I get like this where I get really sad when it's over. I think more so it's just like, Roush, this past Christmas was easily my favorite Christmas I've ever had in my entire life. Like having, living Christmas through a kid is just like. It's incredible. I mean, there's there's nothing. nothing, Like like, you think back to all these other Christmases and you're like, ah, nothing's ever going to top that. And you think like when you were living the magic and it was like, that was the absolute best. And then. You go through it with your own kid, and you're like, "Wait, like these, like Christmas back then, it was fun, it was great, but it's nothing compared to getting to see it through your kids." And this was the first year that she got to like, I don't know if she totally understands the concept of Santa and presents and stuff like that, but she gets it enough. Like she woke up Christmas morning, and we were like, "I think Santa came," and she was like, "Candy, Santa, candy." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also big about whenever somebody says "ho ho ho," she'll come up. And she's just the cutest little girl in the world, I swear. And she'll like put her finger on her mouth and she'll go tiny ho, 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 ho. I guess like the big ho, ho, ho's like the boisterous Santa Clauses kind of scare her a little bit, but she'll go mm-hmm. tiny ho, ho, ho. And I just, I, I don't want these, these moments to end. And I, and I hate that it just, it's another 24 hour day, just like today will be. And just like tomorrow will be. 
the wife did remind me though that like hey next christmas you'll get to do it again you'll you'll have another baby and the christmas after that and the christmas after that and all that is true but it is such a special moment in time right now and you don't want it to end but it does roush and it makes yeah. you sad and uh there was there was some christmas controversy uh it oh. didn't it, 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 i don't I, I would hope that it didn't ruin or impact anybody's christmas it it, it did not mine um, although I, I wish it, I wish it did not happen, but I was the, for the, for the big, so like my Christmas and Christmas Eve really is similar to like the movie for Christmases, except my siblings are generally pretty nice and not weird. Normal, right. Mm-hmm. They're not like putting you in UFC headlocks and all that sort of deal. Yeah. Although watch chef last night. Have you ever seen the movie chef with John Favreau? Favreau? No, Favre. I've not seen that one. Well, he's in Four Christmases. He's the brother right. in Four Christmases. So I was like, oh, I recognize him. He also he looks- uh, made Elf. Do you know he was like the director responsible for it? It's no, I did not. Yeah. Chef came out in 2014, though. It's a good movie. It's like a feel, if you're looking to like feel good, that's a feel good movie. Okay. Uh, so that I recommend that. That was a movie I watched over the holidays. That was good. But but anyways, Ralph, so I'm... Christmas Eve, we we do my dad's, it's a bunch of people. Then we host the wife's family over. It's very few people, but it is hosting, so there goes a little bit into that. And then Christmas happens, we do our own thing in the morning. We go to my parents and for a brunch, and then we go to my mom's side, huge Christmas, you know, like anywhere from around 50-ish people or so. So I got tapped to do the trivia for the big party, for the 50-people party, and... My buddy who normally, or my cousin, he is my buddy as well. My cousin, my buddy who normally does it, he's much more like tech savvy where he'll do it where it's going to be like on the TV and there's going to, you may have to play on your phone and like, you Mm -hmm. know, if you answer quicker, then you get more points. And I love that way. It's actually my favorite way to play. But every year, Roush, it seemed like I've got an issue with my phone. I can't connect. Oh, it, it, it logged me out. I didn't get to answer in time fast enough. And it wasn't so much like a trivia game. It was more of like trivia with who could withstand the ages of technology, the the, the updates in technology. So my thought process was I'm just going to do good old-fashioned pen and paper trivia, no TV needed, no mute. Like I'll, I'll just listen to my voice. We're going to give the – I'm going to give the questions. You write down the answers. We're going to do the winning teams. Normally we draw out of a hat to like – and we'll have five teams. Hey, one, two, three, four, five. All right, all the ones over here, all the twos over here. This year, Roush, with me running the show, I was like, I don't know if we need to do that anyways. We don't know how many people are even going to be playing. I said, once we get everybody together, I'm just going to say, hey, pair off into like teams of five or six. It was like a Parks and Rec episode. These people were like, what? Make our own, make our own teams? Like amongst ourselves? Like we do, Like we do it? And this idea of me trying to make things easier on people just backfired in the biggest way. And if I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'll be tapped back to do trivia again next year. But if I do, I, I, I think the, the more you just tell people what to do and where to go, that works better than just the, the freedom movement of like, hey, make your own teams. This will be easier. This will, will be simple. So anyways, trivia goes on. I'll ask you all a few of the questions as the show goes on, but I'll ask you the one that was the center of the controversy here. And remember, there are about 35 people playing the trivia, and then there's an additional probably 15 kids under the age of like six, most of which are the under the age of five, and they're screaming just going nuts. 
So it was pretty hectic. It was pretty chaotic. Just get that picture in your head. And then I don't have a microphone. It's me just like yelling the questions to people. So oh, nice. He, here yeah. was the here was the question that started the controversy. Uh, and you all can work together to get this one correct. In the okay. four in the four major sports, hockey, baseball, NBA, and NFL, how many players are combined to be on the field or the court or the ice when their game starts? So first pitch, when the puck drops, first tip and kickoff, how many people are how many players are on the field at the start of the game for those for the big four sports? I need the combined number. All right, so baseball yeah. ten, football ten. Fo- yeah, you've got nine fielders and a batter. Oh, okay, you're doing both teams. Yeah, got oh, you. That, yeah, that's the question. And then you've got twenty two for football, so that's thirty two. Ten for basketball, forty two. What what's hockey? Uh, hockey, is I th- it six? I think six. Yeah, I'm almost six positive. And a goalie. Six. Yeah, that sounds right because the power play you get five on five, so um, six and a goalie would mean seven. So, 14 more. Uh, 14. Yeah. So, you so got your all's total number would be 56. Correct. Okay. Wrong. But you, it's six, it's five and a goalie. In yes, hockey. I knew so, that. Right. I don't uh, know why I let you talk me into that. So, yeah, 54. Okay. All right. So, you all, you all demonstrated the controversy right off the jump. Like, scoots. I, I don't know if you saw me smiling there. But, like, that was the issue. How many people start the game in a baseball game? And, Scooch, you just, off the top of your head, just drilled it. Ten. Yeah, Nine and a batter. Yeah. Nine and a batter. And, Roush, you... I bet people were so pissed. Roush, <laughs> you were the other side of, like, whoa, 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 whoa. You said starting the game. It's just nine people out there. Well, when the game starts, you don't ha- you have to have a batter in the box. So, it was probably, like one of the nicer members of our family and granted one of the more competitive, but everybody in our family is, is ultra competitive. If you've listened to this radio show and you've listened to me, that's probably not a huge surprise to you. And he just starts going around every table and he's like, you all didn't, you all have nine for baseball. It's nine for baseball. It's nine for baseball. It's nine for baseball. And I just go back and I repeat the question and he, he's just like, in his brain, it's not. He's right. You're wrong. Correct. Yeah. And again, with the chaos of kids screaming, people kind of talking, team table talking, and this trivia having 31 freaking questions, I probably did make it a little bit too long. And it only took about 40 minutes to play, but it was probably a little bit too long. Um, I was just like, hey, we've got to move on to the next question. We've got to move on to the next question. They keep going around. It's only, again, only one person's really arguing, but he's still trying to get some affirmation and supports from other people. And I say, hey, nobody else is arguing. Nobody else is complaining. We've got to get to the next question. We've got to move on. And there were like four women in the crowd that were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's all calm down. Let's all calm down. Which my tone probably was like in the midst of yelling to like a crowd of 30 people or 40 people, it probably was way too sharp in like that moment of like, whoa, whoa. But I was just trying to get the game to move along. And uh, yeah, that that sparked a little bit of controversy. The the, the rest of the game was a little bit soured. Um, you had some people that <laughs> I, I think that my uncle, I think he backed away from the game for a little bit before coming back. I think he was going to protest the answer, uh, but it ended up everything ended up being all right. We we found some winners. 
Uh, this question ended up getting a ton. I did finish the lyric. This question ended up getting a ton of people wrong, which I was surprised. A Jack Harlow song. Told her, don't let her friends know. In the Ville, I move like a Don, eating fettuccine at... And you had to name what restaurant he's eating fettuccine at. Um, I would just assume Vincenzo's. Correct, That's but we got a, we got a lot of porcinis there. Ah, come on! You can he can't put himself up for that. No, 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 no. But that one I think ended up kind of being the difference maker because we had two teams that were just a point off, and then they one of them got that one right, one of them didn't, and uh, so yeah, that was a little controversy on my Christmas night. It wasn't like the nicest uncle in the world. Not not liking your tone was not what I was looking for. Uh, but we talked it out. I apologize for my tone. He apologized just for being confused by the question and, and everything was good. But Scoots, you played that perfectly. Just well, you got 10 in baseball. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it you, is 10. I mean you, you can't throw a first pitch out if nobody's in the box. And he did say he was like, when you said first pitch, I thought you meant ceremonial, where you've got the team <laughs> and then I was like, all well, right. The team's not you. even out there for the ceremonial first pitch. So it would be zero. Wow. That's good. Well, it'd be or the catcher two. one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. So uh, that that was perfect. But everything went went well. I get the seasonal Christmas blues when it's over, just like a lot of folks do. But you just got to push through. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that the woe is tea story, but um, our appraising software, Roush, that we use to send in appraisals, it got hacked supposedly by like some Iranian hackers. Oh, that's so I can't. Fun. I can't work. Uh, which means I can't make money unless I've learned a new software. There's other softwares that you can send appraisals into, but the one that I use that takes, you know, like my dad's been using this one for 20 years and this idea that he's going to have to go learn a new software at the age of 70. It's just like nonsense, but they have no idea when they're going to be back on. You can't even go to their website for the last six days because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, So I've got that to deal with today and tomorrow and maybe like the next three weeks, two months, three months, who knows? Uh, it's been a rough year for uh, the appraising industry. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I got that to deal with today. So for the next like hour and 30 minutes, let's escape the real world. It'll be our escape go. And have some goofy fun Ooh. for radio. So, uh, we, we did not have um, a similar controversy, TJ, but there's always something whenever our family there is always something there's always something and i i actually wasn't here for this one we did christmas eve in ohio instead of with uh, my family in town hadn't done that in hell since i think duke was born so it's been it's been a long time we were long overdue but we missed the family feud game that my sister puts together very similar um guys but it's guys versus girls right the girls always cheat the guys should always win but the women they're just they're they're good for nothing tricksters right so it, it's a fun rivalry having and what my sister does that I think is great is she does some uh, some questions that are family specific and she took some suggestions this year and my wife's suggestion was everybody in the family that was a college athlete what was their number right which I it's a, it's a great great question that so is I, a great question one of my bonus questions was what station is my radio show on it was the only question like it is fun when you throw it back into like general family interests yeah, yeah. you all had a ton of athletes in the family well and they limited it to six and she, i was like so was brooke did anybody get brooks and she was like well i didn't use it because it was hers and people didn't really know and i'm like oh 
and that was the big controversy was that oh no people know the brahms um i think getting like my sisters i think you know they figured that out nathan was like the last one um and hell i even forgot what his was initially but one of my, my cousins got very upset because he wasn't involved he guessed his number it's like well i played college football and they're like roger you you played at Thomas Moore and you got hurt and you never played. <laughs> so he, <laughs> oh my God. So he, ruthless at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they really, uh, they really went after his pride there, uh, his own personal pride there. But I, I thought that was a great, uh, a great jab. The most difficult one though was, um, uh, so Brahms, they, they're out in the holiday bowl. UofL plays tonight. And, uh, Kim, she, she's a great time, great hang. She had three different numbers and, the best part of it all was that because um, she played volleyball, basketball, and softball at Spalding. Best part was both there was a guy that was texting her asking, and then there was also <laughs> somebody on the women's team asking, and she was like, oh, so who do I give the answer to? We're, we're, we're just nothing but a bunch of uh, who cheats the best is ultimately what it comes down to. And if that isn't uh, fam- good old-fashioned family fun, then I don't, I don't know what is. So did the boys or the girls win the family feud? Uh, the girls won. Uh, they, uh, I think it's it might be the guys were much better at family feud when there was a guy who was the MC. Now there's a girl MC, and so I think I think we all know how. I think we all know why. I think we all know why one team's winning and one isn't. Interesting. Well, congrats to Lori, Janie, and uh, their crew for winning my trivia. Cousin Neil will probably be back on the ones and twos doing the MC for trivia next year. And and shout out to Uncle Chris. Uh, I love you. All the same, even if there are 10 people starting a baseball game when the game starts (laughs) out there on the field. Uh, Who would have thought Scooch with the least amount of controversy at his Christmas? Uh, Yeah. No fight, no fights, no, no drunk, no, we no drunken tears. We we did not have any controversy. And TJ, I kind of wanted to echo what you said earlier about seeing Christmas through a kid's eyes because this was by far my favorite Christmas that I've had so far in my life. Just because my niece is almost two years old and she's in that like sweet spot with Christmas where every, she's just so innocent and wants to open every gift. So, for instance, I didn't have to open a single present. Because I just looked at her and been like, hey, Bella, you want to come help? And she would come over and she would tear it apart. She would lose interest when the paper was off. But, yeah, I didn't have to open a single present. That was really cool. Oh. That's <laughs> awesome. It's a, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sweet time in life. So all three oh, of us, the, great Christmases. That's the, good to hear. The, the wrapping paper is as good as anything, you know? Like, that, that, that's, that's part of the gift. Yeah. This was the first year that I kind of, like, took on wrapping for more than just like probably one or two presents Roush. Like, you know, I had probably 15 and I was like, Hey, I'm going to try to wrap these. I still have a lot of work to do on the wrapping side of things, but I think <laughs> yeah, I made some yeah. strides. I think I made some strides this year where I may be confident in 2024. Uh, and then didn't, uh, this was my first like dad Christmas Eve that I didn't go to bed till like one, one thirty ish. Um, because I, Santa obviously is going to make all the presents for her in the workshop and those are going to be ready to go. Right. What I didn't, and, and those, and those were going to be ready to go. Uh, Santa told me, but what I did not take into consideration is the presents that were not ready to go from Pappy and Gigi's and, and the grandparents presents. Mm. And <clears throat> while as much as like an exciting box is exciting for a two year old, they're more interested in it being put together. 
So when she woke up, I wanted the, the little mini trampoline to be one of those ones that you can like, you know, like when you just, it's like the single trampoline. Yeah. 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 That had to put some, some little strollers together for baby dolls and whatnot. But, uh, so it was a late night. So I was like that dad on Christmas Eve or on Christmas morning that like, you know, you have to tape your eyes back and they just look like hell. Wouldn't change a thing about it though. Oh, not, not yeah. one thing. I wouldn't change a thing about our friends at Thornton's. We love everything about them. They're your one-stop shop for the New Year's. If you need holiday, party, booze, drinks, fresh fruit, I go to Thornton's for my fresh fruit. And for uh, breakfast sandwiches, lunch, not necessarily holiday party related. That's just more of your grab-and-go needs. They've got it all at Thornton's. Check them out today and check out our Thornton's text line by texting in 502-414-1450. Uh, texter, a uh, grab-and-go texter, says, ha, ha, ha. And then my niece looked up and said, hey, don't forget how cute the kids are as she wiped some sweet potatoes off of her face. Ha, 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 family. Another texter on the Thornton's text line <laughs> says, mortality is a B-I-T-C TJ. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. I mean, it, it really, it really is. Not no, being but, able to like freeze moments in time, uh, we should Elon Musk get on that. Yeah, and it's mostly just uh, I've always thought it was there's a crescendo and there's not enough of a come down. So it was kind of nice yesterday once the parties ended, I had the day off. You know, we we uh, opened the last two or three gifts or whatever, played games with all our different toys. I had Christmas movies on. Uh, got Duke to watch the the Santa Claus. You know, he kind of liked that. Um, Home Alone, he was like, oh, these these guys are a little, th- these are bad guys. And he was a little off on that. But uh, also got him into Muppet Christmas Carol, which that's one of those that I've been, my wife's not a big fan of. I'm a huge fan. I've been trying to like, come on, buddy, this, you're going to like this. It's kind of like Sesame Street. And so got him on that. That, that was a, that was a good time. I think Lucy watched Muff, the the Muppet Christmas, but uh, yeah, she got a Tony box. Are you familiar with a Tony box? Is uh, Tony the Tiger in there? Could be potentially. It's it's a like when she opened it, the other women in the family were like, "Whoa, do you know about this?" And I was like, "I've never heard about this thing in my life." And they were like, "That's really cool. She's gonna love that." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's exciting. She's getting something she's gonna like." The, the concept of it is equal parts like genius and also just like hair ripping out of head, money-making frustration. Uh, it's a speaker that's like about the size, if you remember like the GameCube console, it's about that size-ish. It's just a small little box. And it's a speaker. And basically like we figured out this technology back in like 2002. You can do Bluetooth, you can connect to a speaker, play songs. It's awesome. The difference with the Tony box is you buy these little characters. So like Elsa or Lion King, or we've got Moana, uh, Cinderella. And they're like little figurines that are about like, I don't know, eight inches tall. And they have magnetic on the bottom and you put them on top of the Tony box, Roush. And based on what figurine you push, put on there, that's what it sings. So if you put like Moana on, it's going to do the mm. whole Moana soundtrack. If you put Cinderella on, it's going to do the Cinderella soundtrack. Um, she is a fan. 
I, the, the, the women in the family who are like, oh, she's going to love that. Correct. And luckily, Roush, these things all individually cost about like 15 to $21 a piece. And we get to buy like six more. So, oh, that's fun. Uh, genius idea by the Tony Box people. They knew exactly what they were doing. All they did was turn a Bluetooth speaker into just like an ever-ending money pit. So way to go, well, Tony. And that, that's my biggest gripe that I have with video games now. Uh, my seven-year-old nephew, he's into like uh, Minecraft and Roblox and all that stuff. And I just, they're freemium games, right? Like he wanted oh, yeah. stuff you, you, to buy you, more stuff. Like, you, dude, just give me a game that you just, you buy it and it's bought. It's there, it's done. Like that's how, that's the way it should be. It's very, very annoying, very frustrating. Oh, oh well, I was like, Tony Box is smart. They'll do like an Afro man figurine. Like they'll have some for parents too, where it's like, you know, the wife can put Beyonce on there for a little bit if, if she wants, get a little figurine, maybe have a roll call figurine where you put it on and it just plays uh, us. That'd be fun. Ooh, that'd be great. We put a good Christmas picture out there on the Instagram Christmas page or the Instagram Christmas page on the man. Instagram page. I hate every picture we have together. Oh, I love them. They, I look so, so freaking tiny every time. Well, Scoots, naturally you're shorter. Just, off the get-go. Roush makes me look tiny. I don't know. I luckily, thought the, I've, I, luckily I, I've got you there. I thought the picture you posted, y'all look similar in height. I was actually we, thinking about that. We we do not we do not <laughs> look similar in height. <laughs> a lot of pictures I'll jokingly like stand on my tippy toes to I, try to Did you do it. that in that picture? Because it kind of looks that like picture. it. No, not in that picture, but I do have good posture. <laughs> I do have good posture. I think it's probably the hat that's playing a little bit of a trick on you. But make sure you're following us on the on the Kentucky mm. Roll Call Instagram page. Another texter, grab and go texter, says, "Hang on, TJ, are you saying your software can't be used standalone without an internet connection? If so, if this is true, then Skynet has already won." No, no, no. Like <clears throat> it's software. I don't know if that's even technically the right word. It's just the appraising programming system that we use it on. Uh, the way that like I would compare it would be like if we had an online store, let's say that and maybe someday we'll have this for roll call. Like if we had an online store, Roush, Scoot, and I could access the store. We could put more products on the store. We could change the prices. We could get into the like, we could do whatever we needed to, but nobody could actually like buy anything on the store. That's what I would compare the current appraising issue with. Um, basically, it's like we can work on appraisals and we can do the reports but we we physically are totally unable to send them to the lenders. Yeah, that's so like it's you know we it's so we can't do anything really. Um, we're, it's either this is going to get fixed hopefully soon and then boom problem solved, or everybody all these appraisers that are using the most common software are going to have to learn a new system, which will take time um, and will suck, especially for older people. Another text uh, says, "Or oh, go ahead." A Brian. question uh, that's unrelated. What was the best thing you ate? At, at the, one of the, your Christmas parties. The only, the only uh, regret I have is the usual party I go to that has shrimp cocktail. No shrimp cocktail. Uh, so I, I went to Christmas without shrimp cocktail. And that normally I'm hammering like four of those bad boys, at least. Uh, like I had four like deviled eggs. <laughs> everything awesome. I ate was really good. Um, can't really, I don't know if I could pick just one, to be honest. I enjoyed. Uh, Oh. There's this dessert that's like a lemon. It's 
it, it, they're not lemon bars, but it's got like a lemon feeling with a graham cracker bottom, whipped cream on the top, and that thing, it's just smacking. Is that, and just, lemon, no, is that just like a lemon pudding? Kind of, yeah, yeah, ba- for basically. But it's like, oh, this is a fun, different little treat that I never get. Just so good. Oh, and the big one, though, have you all ever had pepper jelly before? No, it sounds made up. I have. It's, yeah, it's like a spicy... I mean, gelatin deal. And what they do is they put it over a layer of cream cheese and you just scoop it up with your cracker. It's outstanding. It's wonderful. It sounds a little weird. Somebody cranked it up a notch with the pepper jelly and they put it over top of like a cheese ball type spread that had like, not only was it the cream cheese, but it had the onions and all the other junk in it. Oh man, that was, that was something else. Outstanding. Chef's you'll, you'll get to start eating well again in Jacksonville on vacation. Um, and that's it's it's I you just feel like the my body is just a dumpster right now putting just e- eating s- cookies and sweets and just all of the best tasting things at all hours of the day drinking and like I mean it's just man January that's going to be a who hey you get back system. at it you yeah. get back at it uh, we'll have the cats basketball in the winter they're rocking and rolling they moved up. In the rankings, we'll, they, they play again Friday. Football Cats, they play here in a few days to wrap up the 2023 season. We'll give you an update on maybe some things that you had missed over the last several days, things that we may have missed over the last several days. I think we have one more grab and go text her, but keep them coming in on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Ed Sports oh, Radio. We'll be back after this. Every day it's a getting close Going faster than a roller coaster Love like yours will Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio Wacky Wednesday edition after your holiday Weekend, appreciate you tuning in on the Big X. Uh, I don't. What's the local programming schedule today, Scoots? What are we looking? What are we looking at today? Is Spears ever going to do radio again? I think we are all back today, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure about Rutherford. I know yesterday his voice, he said, was completely shot, so they did not do a show yesterday. Spears was going to do a show yesterday, but he was having some health issues as well. We'll call it. So he decided he's not going to do a show, but he will be here today. So let's call let's call it. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to say anything more than that. He's fine. He's going to be okay. He will be. So he had diarrhea. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You can draw your own conclusions. All right. Should get back at it today. I'll tell you what. We missed you all yesterday for sure. But like the taking the twenty six, that may be. Oh yeah. That was close. Yeah, that's a that's that's a that yeah. We're doing that from here henceforth. henceforth. It was not, it, you all know me. I like to do right. Like I, you know, if people are going to wake up early and listen to us do radio, then I think we should provide. Uh, it was nice yesterday. It was a nice day off yesterday. Yeah, I, 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 I was up. Uh, did you all do any gambling over the weekend? Let's let's talk a little ball because hell. Shout out to the Ravens money line. Um, that was a that was a nice sweatless bet uh, kind of doubled up there and then 
it was fun uh, uh, being at uh, one of my friends who lives down the street. They were betting on the NBA action. I had a nice little two-to-one on the Mavs that cashed late, but they had a big single-game parlay, and there's nothing like cheering on a bet that you're not in on. You're just kind of like you, you want everybody to win, and I, I was already going to win something. They wanted to just win more, and they needed – I forget how many points it was for Derek Lively, and he had a bucket with – 20 seconds left that was completely meaningless that got him over the top and that was a that that that's a feel-good win right there so I, I hope you all cash some tickets there was some um a pretty big upsets at least in the nfl over the weekend i don't you know nba christmas day it's kind of in one ear out the other background noise from time to time but the nfl was um provided a couple doozies over the weekend that i i don't think folks saw coming especially the chiefs fall into the the lowly Raiders. Travis has got to lose Taylor. That's all there is to it. Oh, wow. It, this is all what? Taylor Swift's fault. I don't know what she did or said to that locker room, but ever since they publicly or went public with their dating, I, I mean, the Chiefs look like the Browns of old. I, I don't understand what's happening. Travis Kelsey, I said before this season, is the best NFL tight end in history. I look like such a freaking idiot because the dude can't catch a ball now. Like, what is well, happening? He's he's not as much of their problem as other people are, you know. He's like, not uh, the solution either, though, Roush. Which in the past he has was, been the solution. Some of it was freak though. Like between that and the Patriots game, or no, it was the 49ers. Like the interceptions that Brock Purdy was throwing that were just like hitting guys' shoulders and then flying in the air and a Ravens guys just diving underneath it. There was some freak freak stuff happening on Christmas. Like the the Patriots had scored, I think. 23 points in the third quarter all year, and then they hit 20 points in the third quarter, and part of it was because they just punched the ball out on a kick return, and the guy picked it up and walked in the end zone. It's like there was there was some wild stuff happening because, uh, I mean, a couple of those Mahomes interceptions, you're just like, wait, what? Well, that I mean, What's that, happening that Chiefs game, I have never, ever seen in my entire life two defensive touchdowns on two snaps. Never. I don't <laughs> know that we'll crazy. ever see that again. That was wild. Yeah. Two locations in Louisville. Check out Salsarita's Middletown or St. Matthews. I got the Three Amigos for our Christmas Eve. They were open Christmas Eve. And when I went up to pick up the Three Amigos, Roush, they took a picture of me. Oh, uh, They liked my holiday shirt. They said, can we get a picture of you? And I said, we actually I introduced myself. And I was like, we have a partnership with you all. Uh, and they said, oh, my gosh, that's you? You're TJ Walker? You're the sports stalker? We're going to need to ask you to leave based on what we, we heard. We were expecting uh, better looking. <clears throat> All those things were true. Yeah, all those things were true. They didn't take a picture of me because they liked my shirt, although I never saw it posted somewhere. So once they looked at it, they were probably thought better of it. And for good reason, I would imagine. Was your hair was your, your hair doing the thing? It was, it was. I didn't have a hat on. It was just like a run, go pick it up, Christmas Aaron sort of deal. It's Christmas Eve, I just was picking up a few loose ends and just wanted to go in there. Didn't think that I was, my celebrity was going to be such a huge deal, I guess, but whatever. Uh, they were so friendly, so nice. They'll be the same to you. Uh, download that app. I saved $10 with my three Amigos orders. You will save money. And then for at least a few more days, double points after 6 p.m. Two locations. Middletown has a drive through on Shelbyville Road. And then St. Matthew's right up there off Hubbard's. I probably lost about 60% of my just bets over the long weekend. Um, however, came out a little bit ahead because I just 
wanted to kind of like I don't normally do this. I'll, I'll maybe do it like once every two weeks or something where it's like I just want to gamble and like Roush and horse racing. It would be just an ex, an expensive. <laughs> well, like normally when I bet something, it's like no. I feel good about it. Yeah, like, yeah, no, but like yesterday we had a guys' night with my family, and I'm betting on the bowl game that's on TV because like. Yeah, I want to have some action on it. So I totally get you there. Shout out to that over hitting two in Rice versus uh, Texas State. It was at 59, which is the number I got it at, with 10 minutes left in the third quarter, and they didn't score again until there was three minutes left in the game. Ooh. So shout, shout out to sweating out that over. I went, uh, I went heavy on the Kansas over for last night. That was pretty lucrative as well. So that, that that's why you were up till midnight. Yeah, Basically, yeah. <laughs> I and like yeah, Roush. I'll sometimes just throw a little money on like yeah. The, I'm watching this game. This will be fun. Um, sometimes if I see a live line I like, or it's just like, well, they're getting beat really bad right now, but they're the better team. I'll throw some money on. But every so often, it's just like I don't know if this is going to happen or not going to happen. But I want to have some skin yeah. in the game, and I'll do like a sizable bet. So I did a sizable bet on Ezekiel Elliott anytime touchdown. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that's there why that's why it I came out. Heck of a move. Oh, it was awesome. It was like yeah. such a I mean, it was like vintage. He's been, he looked, he's been really he, good the last five weeks, really all season. I really think that that like just having him wear the cool visor in a different uniform, I think he looks skinnier. He was just getting really plump in Dallas. So this was a good, <laughs> even though that team stinks, like he actually looked he looks faster than he's looked in years on that that touchdown. Well, Seafood's so healthier a, than brisket. That, <laughs> that was a nice payday. Uh, ultimately, yeah, I didn't I don't know. Uh, like, you know, NFL can be tough to bet. I was big on your Steelers. That was another big yeah, win. That was yeah. my lock of the week in my gambling league. That was easy money. Well, and I, I felt it coming to scoots, but I just didn't invest because I didn't want like the emotional stuff. But that that just felt like the the Bengals are getting their hopes up here. Here, who's gonna pull the Lucy and pull the ball from Charlie Brown? Of course, it's a bad Steelers team that has no business winning. I expected them to come out and play well, but to win, I mean, they just they kicked their ass, well, man. I did not see that coming. Here's why it happened, and do not expect anything moving forward from Mason Rudolph because, lest you forget. It was Christmas weekend. Wasn't Mason Rudolph supposed to have a good game on Christmas weekend oh, no. with the last oh, name no. Rudolph? So he's going to get a start in the next game, and he's going to be ass oh, because terrible. it's not Christmas yeah. weekend. <laughs> uh, the one, the only NFL game I think I didn't hit, and it was of all the shocking results, the Bucks just kicked the ever-loving you-know-what out of the Jags. And I just – I thought the Jags were a good football team, and now they've lost four in a row. I was like, oh, here's a get-right game. The Bucks they've only beat bad teams the last yeah. few weeks. Let's take I mean, it easy on that. Let's take it easy. Let's just bad teams. They, they've beat mediocre teams. Mediocre. Sure. Teams. Uh, okay, mediocre. But, like, I did not think Baker Mayfield and the Bucks were going to be up 30 to nothing in the middle of the third quarter, and that's all she wrote. So now, all of a sudden, the Jags, who were in the driver's seat of their division, they're kind of clawing to get in the playoffs. So, um, the I, I will say the 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 playoff race it's it's so it's been so much fun um, having the the extra game in there. I, I do miss having the two seeds with with the bye. Um, but hell, it's 
just this playoff race is a it's 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 a hell of a sprint, man. It is a hell of a sprint to the finish line. It's going to make for a fun final two weeks, and all of a sudden now, like like even Bills fans, uh, you know, uh, one of Brooks' cousins is dating a Bills season tickets holder now. So like, I feel like I'm in the orbit of a lot of Bills fans now. They went from having a 20% chance of making the playoffs to now they could potentially be the two seed. Um, so it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy right now. The league still has a pretty major quarterback problem, but it's led to just really any team on any given Sunday having a chance to beat any other team on any given Sunday. The Packers game was hilarious. They're, they're still a mess and they still have a chance at the playoffs. Both of those things, um, probably shouldn't be the case they probably shouldn't be as big as a mess as they are and they maybe also shouldn't they should either probably have clinched a playoff spot or maybe but it's been a weird season it's been a really roller coaster season but they're up 14 or whatever it was they're up two touchdowns on the panthers late in the fourth quarter i'm going at my dad's christmas party i like go up and make a plate all right panthers are within a touchdown I figured the, the Green Bay wouldn't run away with this. I'd get up to go, like, grab a beer or whatever I'm doing, come back. Game's tied. It's like, of course, this is just classic Green Bay. <laughs> they ended up winning, but I think the Panthers hadn't scored over, like, 16 or 19 points or something oh. in months. They put uh, 30 on Green Bay's defense. Green Bay's still a mess, but at least they won, so that was good. Uh, I, I guess we just bet Green Bay overs the last two weeks of the season because that defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. No, they really can't. Um you know, it would help if Jair Alexander ever wanted to play a football game just ever. That'd be cool. Well, it's the uh, L- Cardinal way. Um, shout out to uh, the Dallas Cowboys for doing what the Dallas Cowboys always do. Uh, it's it's, it's you, you have a mo- moment in November where you're like, man, the Cowboys actually might be good. Once they start getting that buzz, oh, here comes the late season collapse, just like clockwork. I just wish I knew more Cowboys fans to really rub it in their faces. Um, it was a real treat watching them lose on a field goal as time expired, right as the Christmas Eve party was get, really getting rocking and rolling. So that was that was a joy. I still don't know how that fumble happened, like right at the goal line, but just hilarious stuff from the Cowboys. Oh, only the Cowboys could do that, and that, and it just having that video of Stephen A. Smith just laughing at them. It, what a Christmas gift. What a Christmas gift. Uh, quickly, because I, I wanted to bring up what actually had happened on this, just to get it fa- factually true. With Jair being back this week, did you all see what he did on the on the kickoff with the coin toss? No. Mm-mm. He just said, like with the kickoff, he, he said that we'll, we'll kick, um, which uh, you, that, can, that can get you in trouble. Yeah, um, yeah. The the official luckily like followed up. Um, He's like, "Are you deferring?" He said, "I want our defense on the field." And so he he messed up again, like again. He said, "I want to kick," and then he said, "I want our defense on the field." But the official was being kind of persistent, and eventually got it got him to say what he needed to say. Um, <laughs> but again, just another sign that Matt Lafleur, poorly coached team, can't even teach his guys to say defer. Oh gosh. Sad. That's where we're at. Scoots, yep. we need to take a break. We do. Yep. Hour two, Kentucky roll call. We're going to talk cats. Cats on cats on cats. Football and basketball roll next. Here on the big Every day.
today It's a getting closer Going faster than a roller coaster Love like yours will surely come my way Hey, hey, hey Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday when it's not the holidays. And replay of the show 9 to 11. You can catch Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. Just Kentucky Roll Call. Thank you, Scoots. Appreciate that. Fun first hour. One more grab-and-go texter we didn't get to. It's from our buddy John. John here. Good morning, everyone. Glad to hear everyone had a pretty good Christmas. Thanks for the story, TJ. Glad you all still got to finish the game. My son got a PS5. So did this guy. Wow. That's exciting. Way to go, John. And it was good to the local John family. So now my son and I might be doing some gaming uploads for the YouTube channel. Wow. 27 and counting. When will the Pistons win again? We've got to go talk to you later. Yeah, it's something we don't really haven't talked about just because we're not the biggest NBA show on the radio waves. But the Detroit Pistons, good at losing basketball games, not good at winning games. We've got to, we've got to bet on them at the money line here tonight, right? Or tomorrow, whenever they play next. Or do we just keep on it? Keep on the losing streak. Let's um, pull up a schedule here and see yeah. when they. If you would have, what, what if people had been saying that for a long time, and they're like, "Well, they can't keep losing." I had saw a stat last week. If you started like a hundred dollar bet on the Pistons when their losing streak started and just rolled it over, be like, it was like seven hundred and something thousand dollars you'd have. Crazy. Really? Uh, yeah. They play the, the Celtics, so that's probably going to be a loss. Uh, the Raptors on December oh, 30th. That's the win right there. Sounds like good money line value, if you ask me, for the Celtics. It's, it's either that or um, the Ro- like the Rockets are bad, too. They play New Year's Day. so <laughs> They're not a sponsor of our show. Uh, they're more than welcome to be, if they'd like to be. But have you all seen what's up with Wingstop and the Detroit Pistons? No. No. Wingstop partnered with the Pistons in October for a tasty promo. The De- Wingstop is offering Detroit Pistons fans five boneless wings free on an online order after every Pistons win. <laughs> Saving a lot of money. <laughs> there hasn't been an online order since October 28th. <laughs> If your wing stop, what a genius move. Just go sponsor the worst teams and have like the, you know, if for like U of L basketball, if you're Salsaritas, you own the store if the team wins three straight games. But, you know, you must shop at Salsaritas <laughs> uh, uh, to be a, a participant. Uh, that that's tough. That's tough for the Pistons fans who enjoy Wingstop. We're probably like, man, we'll take advantage of this. We'll get fried free wings. That'll be a good promo. Rash, when we were in college, like those were the any promo you could get, uh, especially the pizza places after UK would win a game. They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah we're, we're taking advantage are, of that. So those are money. Here's another stat for you all. I, I saw this last night. It gave me a good laugh. 
the Arizona Diamondbacks have won a game more recently than the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man, that's that's hard to imagine being so bad. Uh, but that's that's where they're at. How many is it? Twenty-seven straight. Twenty-seven. Yep. Set an NBA record last night. Well, that's uh, that that's absolutely wild. Thanks for texting in, John. We appreciate it as always. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifties. The Thornton's text line. Roush, why don't you fill everybody in with what we've missed from the football side of things? Well, uh, Kentucky arrived at in Jacksonville on Christmas Day. Um, they got a couple new guys too. Uh, we mentioned last week Harvey Gilmore showing up early. Brian Robinson's with the team right now. The highest ranked. Uh, signee to the 2024 class um, he's in tow with the team they uh, had their first practice yesterday toured a um, naval base May- mayport um, and then uh, today they're getting a little more practice in some top golf we have the press conference tomorrow with Dabo and Stoops uh, followed by the game on Friday so there wasn't I don't think anything too significant you know people who Showed up, showed up. Um, I know uh, Ron Lemon did not make it, a lot of friends when he said that Jeremy Flax is opting out or is not playing or something like that. But um, And Horsey would be out as well. H- Horsey hasn't played much at all this year. That's not a significant loss. And actually, if you don't have Flax, it's kind of a good thing. You you, you want a game where you can see what Cortland Ford's going to do for you. Um, you. You hope he can be a starter next year. Um, so that should be a good challenge. But that... That's really the uh, – there's not a whole lot of significant happenings. It's kind of the mo- – mostly days off. Some much-needed days off for the football program before they got down to Jacksonville Christmas night. Yep. Uh, that sounds – all things considered, sounds like a, a, a solid update. The line continues, I think, to kind of just slowly trend towards UK's direction. I think Clemson's a four-point favorite now, but if I'm not mistaken, I think that opened up at about a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. So Correct. it's been a, a slow leak towards the blue, but Clemson still favored. Clemson Seen has – five right now. Okay, yeah. so maybe maybe some money coming back in on Clemson to even things out there a little bit. But Clemson probably more worse for the wear from the dropouts, the, the people that are going to opt out of playing in this bowl game. But Kentucky also obviously not not immune to, as Roush mentioned, several people also not going to play for UK. But mm-hmm. excited for this one. Uh, I, did, I guess you know, just having a flexible work schedule, which I'm appreciative for, although I would like to be able to do my appraising work. Um, I, I didn't realize, Roush, how many people are going to have a trouble seeing this game on Friday. Yeah, I didn't either. But A lot of folks are working. Why? Because I because they have to because the man well that's where you know like i I feel like most people have the extra time to take off around the holidays wouldn't that be the day to do i got one of my friends he he, instead of working yesterday or going i forgot what it was but he was like wait i kentucky plays friday that's going to be the day off the extra day off i have this week you know shuffle the deck around get friday off um but if not you uh, you got to just classic NCAA tournament, you know, where you kind of have the the screen off to the side uh, to to watch while you're while you're working. Boom, problem solved. 
I didn't really solve your problem at all, but um, you're also muted, TJ, while you're trying to talk. Um, still, still not an ideal situation, but hopefully, no, folks will be no. able to to watch. Uh, it, when's the last like good UK bowl time that they've had? You had the basketball game last year uh, around the same time. You've gotten the New Year's ones, which I guess you can't really complain too much about no, like a New no. Year's Day bowl because it's New yeah. Year's and Day. I like the the Citrus Bowl's a nooner too. I, I like the bowl game where you wake up and it's there. Um, I I do remember. Uh, the Belk Bowl, the Lynn Bowden experience was in the middle of a workday as well, um, mm-hmm. which uh, that was kind of a bummer for some people. Luckett in particular, I think he, he wasn't full-time with KSR yet, so he was still doing his insurance job, and he was like in a cubicle watching it. Just oh, that'd be, that'd yeah. be tough. Uh, hey, yeah. but I'm, not anymore. I mean, I was in the press box, and he's doing a, a great job. Moving on up. I mean, I'm, I don't know where I'm at from an excitement level. This seems to usually happen with UK's bowl games, Roush, where it's like season goes on. So much of how your season goes is just kind of your catapult into bowl season, whether or not you're initially pumped or not. UK gets the win over Louisville, which was good feelings for the program. We felt like we elevated a bit getting the Gator Bowl, getting a a big-time opponent in Clemson. So I actually think the momentum for the bowl was a lot more than people would have thought it would have been based on the middle of November, uh, but or even after the South Carolina loss. But they everything gets settled, the game gets announced, and then just naturally, Roush, over the course of like several weeks, I think some of the air gets let out of the balloon. But this is when you're supposed to start getting pumped up again for it. Last football game until August, uh, you know, I think they actually play, is it August 31st that they start yeah. the season this season, next or in 2024? But, you know, for all intents and purposes – no game until September. This is the last one. You're going many, 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 many months without watching UK play football. This is the time to kind of turn up the excitement level again. And that's usually how it works for me, Roush. So if it's if this is how it works for me, I got to imagine there's at least a few other people well, that have similar sentiments. It's one of those things too, TJ, where you kind of – you get in the holiday spirit and, you know, getting out of it and into – back into the college football when there's bowl games on all day like we're, we're starting to get that today right you got four bowl games um and they, they actually should be pretty fun uh Tulane Virginia Tech's the first one I'm on the Hokies there um even though that's a huge number now I got it before it got so crazy uh, West Virginia North Carolina that should be a fun like does North Carolina try to rally around Mac Brown or is this um, West Virginia sold a ton of tickets to the Mayo bowl. Um, so we're, we get the Mayo bowl aspect of it. The, the holiday bowl is just gutted. I have no idea what to expect from there, but USC Louisville, like those are okay. Like these were teams that were competent for most of the year. Uh, and then Oklahoma state, Texas A&M for the nightcap. So like in the Texas bowl, that's like a pretty, we're, we're starting to get out of the, uh, directional logos. Who are they? So you're going to start seeing these bowl games. You're going to get more fired up. Um, and I'm, hell, I'm fired up. Let's let's rock. Let's roll. Let's win some money. I, I will say, Scoots, I can say this confidently. I, I've never watched fewer minutes of bowl games up to this point of bowl season than I have right now. Um, very, very little bowl watching going on for me. But I think that will probably start changing here soon as the Bulls start to, to move up in quality. That's funny because I'm the exact opposite. I have watched more Bulls 
coverage right. than I have ever in my life this year. And normally I, I hate the Bulls. I don't know if I've even watched like the extens- the extension of a, a quarter of a bowl game. There just hasn't really like has there even been I mean I think there's been like one goofy one but has there even the Western even been... game was goofy uh... yeah the, the Western one was probably the one that I caught the most of I, I bet when Minnesota I, I saw Minnesota was um, minus one fifteen on the money line when they were down seven to six I was like okay Minnesota's going to beat Bowling Green so I put a little money on that game and watched a little bit of that besides that just. I don't know. Like Texas Tech, California didn't really do it for me, and neither did UCLA, Boise State. Yeah, the, there there were some blowouts on Saturday, um, but you know, it's, it's getting back into it. Did you see the Pop Tart Bowl trophy? Like, I have Scott. no interest in the South Florida Syracuse game and Georgia Tech Central Florida. I didn't watch a second of it. That Pop Tart trophy is cool. Yeah, uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Well, I missed the Pop Tart Bowl. <laughs> no, that's uh, happening today. Oh, okay, I they get they get to eat tomorrow. the mascot, right? Yeah, the, the trophy has like pop tarts in the top of it. It's got like slots to put your pop tarts in. It's no, but I heard they ha- it, I heard they have an edible mascot for the game. Well, true. you have to devour him entirely, or scoots, and it gets really dark there at the end. Some of the last <laughs> bites are going to like make for some interesting uh, morality moments. Makes but sense. The there's actually like a toaster on top of the trophy where they can put the pop tarts in, and then they'll pop out and they'll be like toasted. On the trophy, Scoots. Are you I don't being, think you're under. I don't think you're. Are you being serious? I, I feel like you're being facetious. Yeah, no, no. Like, that's that looks under, like it's in a toaster. It, hmm. it, it is a real toaster, Roush. Unless I was lying to <laughs> Roush's reaction like was the same slots. as mine. It's yeah. supposed to actually heat up the Pop-Tarts. No. Unless I was lied to. You're definitely lied to. We'll get our best people on this, Scoots. Gosh, I just had an epiphany too. Florida doesn't have gambling. This sucks. Like, no, you don't want to make bowl bets well in advance. Like, you want to wait. They don't shoot from the hip. No, they it, isn't Jacksonville close to Georgia. Yeah, very. Yeah, but not like I'm not going to get out and drive. To, but God, that sucks. Well, Ralph, you can beat a, my... you can beat a Georgia in 30 minutes. But I don't know if Georgia has game oh, either. They don't. They don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. Like that's what I mean. You're I screwed. So, and because that. Uh, and that's oh, hey, buddy, don't even text. Don't even bother texting me to log into your stuff. <laughs> Same. That's a scoot's job. Same. That's a scoot's job. Nope. The, uh, don't be me. The state of Florida too. They got it passed, but then the Seminole Nation like sued, or you know there was it was some sort of lawsuit, and it's been stuck in limbo for a year, basically. So, suck at Florida. You suck at everything. Gosh. I, I can't seem to get it on paper that they actually heat up the Pop-Tarts, but you'll just have to tr- – it's like, kind of like you just have to trust me sort of thing. Well, I mean, it's in Orlando. I think the Pop-Tarts will be probably pretty warm. I I want them to I want them to pop out. Is that so much to ask? <laughs> uh, pretty like, much the state on whether or not I think this trophy's cool or not depends on how warm these pop tarts are coming out of the trophy. I loved the picture of uh, Georgia State's head coach hosting the, the <laughs> potato bowl, and it's just like no man has ever had a bigger smile on their face while holding a bowl of potatoes. <laughs> he just has the most devilish grin. Uh, you did miss though. Like there was some, there was a lot of tomfoolery in, uh, 
you had the dude get sucker punched at the end of Eastern Michigan, losing fifty nine to three or fifty nine to ten. I, I saw that. Kick, kick that guy off the team. Uh, then you had. I was on the under on the that trick, game for what it's worth. Yikes! The, the, <laughs> the trick plays. The trick plays in the uh, the northern. So Northern Illinois ran a trick play, a fake field goal for a thirty two yard touchdown against Butch Jones and Co. They didn't score the rest of the game and like barely hung on. That was in the second quarter. That game went down to the wire. Uh, suck at Butch Jones, champion of life, not a champion of the Camellia Bowl. Um, and then Troy and Duke. Duke ran. So you know how when you're doing like seven on seven or in practice and a coach just like throws the ball backwards to snap it. He's just like on his knee and he turns and you can snap the ball like that. Duke ran a two point play where it was kind of like the Trinity swinging gate, except there was a guy lined up like eight yards to the right of the center, and the guy just turns and snaps it to him, and he ran two yards in the end zone. That was a that was a wild trick play uh, on a two-point play. And then Troy, Troy tried to do a double pass, and it didn't work. Um, the guy like got hit as he threw it. So on the next play, they called another one, and it was a fat guy throwback touchdown, and uh, we got a fat guy touchdown out of it. So there was a little bit of fun shenanigans on Bowl Saturday, and uh, hopefully we'll get some more today. I mean, yeah, I missed some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, t- it starts kind of heating up today. Tomorrow's solid. Cats on Friday, and then bada boom, bada bing. You know, you, you, you get into NFL on the weekend, but New Year's Day roush, college football playoffs, which – I'm as excited for that Alabama-Michigan college football playoff semi as I think I've ever been for a a semifinal. And this is an interesting year because it's the final year of only having four teams in the playoffs. So we don't know exactly what the semifinals will even look like next season. Will Could it involve a Cinderella 12 seed or 10 seed? You know, that'll totally change the dynamics of things. Or will it just be chalk where it will be one, two, three, four? And we'll all be saying, well, do we really need to even do that in the first place? Yes, we did. We needed to expand the playoff. But one final go this year, and, and the football starts heating up again, mm-hmm. like we mentioned. Today, and then for basketball, Roush, I just – having – not watching this team for six days, it stinks. Having to wait an additional two days, it stinks. And then the worst of all is, like, after the game on Friday, we still have another week to go before they play again. So it's – uh Long breaks between when the Cats play basketball. Reed Shepard, if you missed it, he was named SEC Freshman of the Week for his 11-11 and game at the Yum Center against the Cardinals. I would imagine if you're Antonio Reeves, you're probably thinking to yourself, like, I get that I'm not eligible for Freshman of the Week, but if you were going to tell me somebody was going to be winning hardware in the UK locker room this week, from the SEC, I bet he probably would have thought it was him. He was on fire. Going back and rewatching that game, uh, you, you, Antonio Reeves is at times an afterthought on this show, and it's not necessarily because of the, of the way we view him or what he brings to this team. I think we've been pretty clear that we've said that we don't think he should be the star. But not to play like Roush, I told you so, because other people could – could say that we were exactly wrong about this take. But, like, honestly, this is what we were kind of referencing. Like, let him work off the ball, boom. Let one of the point guards get him the ball and let him do his thing. 
let him come off a screen, catch the ball, and then that defender has to worry about if he's going to try to take it into the paint or if he's just going to pull up and shoot. Allow him to be uh, – allow a defense to kind of have to pick their poison. And, all right, we're going to really lock on on Antonio Reeves. That'll be great. And even if that means Antonio Reeves has a bad shooting night or he's kind of a decoy, that should open up things for other players. How they're using Antonio Reeves is how I wanted him to be used, Roush. Uh, not the he's not doesn't have the ball in his hands. He's not running the show. That again, in a pinch, could that be the worst thing in the world? No. But instead, let some of the other shooters take a little bit of attention off him. And if the defense is caught slipping for just one split second, if if Antonio Reeves is like your second or third guy, then good night. Good night with this group. And so uh, going back and rewatching that game, he, he is, uh, boy, against bad teams, he can put up big numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those two where I, it's fun when he gets hot. But to your point, I mean, he's like the most fun role player you could possibly have kind of it, it reminds me a little bit of Isaiah Briscoe in that I don't think you ever want him to be the man the guy but he's awesome as a second or third option like one of the best possibly ever right like Briscoe had a triple double he was awesome but they didn't he was at his best when he was with other good ball handlers as well so like I I, I don't know if that's fair or not but that's kind of I think we're in that same line of thinking where he's awesome, especially when you don't need him to be your number one guy every single night because you just can't can't expect somebody to shoot like that every single night. No, it's not realistic. I, I do worry that somebody just heard like an Isaiah Briscoe to Antonio Reeves comparison and, and drove off the road. Yeah, yeah, like they just heard – what? No, no, they're totally different players. Well, now you woke you up. <laughs> your, your, your sentiment of like neither one of those guys needs to be the best player on the opposing – or on, on that Kentucky Wildcats team. I agree with that. Uh, Isaiah Briscoe did not need to be the best player. Antonio Reeves does not need to be the best player. But obviously, they're they're totally different in how they played. Uh, but I, I think your sentiment holds true. Briscoe was more of like, hey, we don't need you scoring really at all. But like, as long as you're doing the other stuff, we need you on the floor because you're an important player because you do the little things. Antonio Reeves, we know that he's a liability defensively. He's playing hard, and that's important. Like you know, because if you if you don't have effort and you're bad defensively, then you truly are unplayable. If you at least have effort and you're bad. You can you can hide a little bit. You can kind of get lucky. He's okay, you know, fine. You can live with that. And you can live with it because of things like Thursday night. Just if he gets hot and he gets going, it really is just uh, in fuego, and it, it makes the rest of the team. And he's a product of, again, people not being able to get off Reed Shepard, uh, people having to figure out different ways to play Dillingham and Wagner because as – both guards are really, really, really good, Roush. You have to play them almost completely differently in terms of style of play and how they want to operate. It just this offense makes life really tough on a defense. And what a dream, what a dream setup for any good offensive player. But again, especially one for Antonio Reeves, who's been playing college basketball for 13 years. <laughs> and it's probably coming as easy as it ever has for him. And he'll go against his old group on Friday night. 
Uh, so the, the Cats double header, football at noon, basketball at seven. Long day for Ooh, a lot of folks. That's going to be uh, nice because it's probably like right around the time I'm getting settled back in after working and stuff or like leaving the stadium. So ho- hopefully we can belly up somewhere, watch that game, and then, uh, yeah, could, could be a good one. Should be a good one. Um, before we get to our final break, I did want to say there was a big structure fire in the West End, and it's shut down 64 westbound. Um, that's at 16th and Northwestern Parkway. So um, if you're trying to go from downtown to New Albany, 64 westbound is shut down there. Might be a little bit of a headache getting around today. No, no joke. Have a appraisal on West Broadway. So I, um, <laughs> yeah, get off the night street. <laughs> I don't know. You're welcome. Well, no, I bet everything's going to probably be a mess like all around. Well, good news uh, is TJ, you can't use the software to submit it anyway. So dude, you're like, it's you're, a shot day. It's totally true that you say that. It's like, even once I do get that inspection, it's like what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to have to learn this new stupid software and then have to build the reports that way through this new software is what I'm going to have to do with it. No, I, I'm, I'm not doing it today. I can't. That's all I needed to hear, Rush. By the way, I was curious. Has Reed, has he won any other SEC Freshman of the Weeks? He won number one player in our hearts. Of yeah, he's, he's, this is his second straight in a row. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I mean, that stat line, yeah, it's impressive. You put up a double-double, 11 points, 11 rebounds. But, I mean, for Reed Shepard's standards, we've seen him do so much more than that. Maybe not in the assist numbers, but a little, well, little hot take. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think he probably could have found a it, freshman with better stats. It, it was with 11 assists. It wasn't 11 rebounds. Or 11 assists. Yeah, that's what I meant. I always think the 11, I think the assist double-double is always cooler than the rebounds. I mean, always. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. But, I don't know, you couldn't find a freshman with better numbers in the SEC last week? No, because 11 assists kicks ass. I'm not saying that's not. Double-double on assists and only play in 27 minutes and Scoot says get the hell out. I'm I'm not saying that's not good. I'm just saying there there had to have been better. (laughs) No, there wasn't. He's the best. Barely not. Let's take our last break. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. It's quiet, but it's holiday week. We totally get it. No no problem. We'll come back. We'll talk more about the sports world. Uh, we've got to talk about our we, – we seem to do like a segment a day on them, uh, or at least a part of a segment a day on them. we got to talk about our friends at UofL, Roush, because I think once we got off the air on Friday, a final decision was made. It seems like ancient news, but we haven't really had a chance to dive in on it. So we'll do that. We'll wrap up today's show. Wacky Wednesday edition of KRC. We'll be right back. Take out the papers and the trash. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. The Shady Rays were a huge hit this Christmas, but the special feelings don't have to stop just on the 25th. You can go to ShadyRays.com. Still use that promo code Big X for 40% off, or you can go to two of their locations, physical locations, the Oxmoor Shops, 
that's where the the top golf is uh it's scoots always gets oxmore and st matthews confused uh, or you can go check them out at the the bluegrass shops the shops at the bluegrass two physical locations both great and yeah i was uh, i was gifted and gifted shady rays this year and i'm ha- very happy with the ones that were that were given to me i've got sunglasses out the wazoo and they're the best polarized uh different styles different different sunglasses for different occasions too i've got my golf glasses for golfing i've got my driving glasses uh there's some you know if you're running outside they've got glasses for that as well they've got it all at shadyrays.com promo code big x at checkout one final segment speaking of golf i didn't tell you all about my favorite gift Oh yeah, I forgot. You give you you don't give presents. You just get them. I, it's I better do. to get than to receive to give. No, I disagree. I hate getting gifts. I get way too many every single year. But I did get a ball sack this year. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. It's a ball sack for my golf bag. I put my golf balls in it. It says my name on it. And everything. It's personalized. It's great. I fit a whole twelve pack of balls in there. Fantastic. <laughs> It wasn't a joke. I'm being serious. It's got your name on it, though. Yeah, it says Justin's ball sack. <laughs> I saw a, <laughs> I, I saw a meme. It was like every man waiting for new underwear on December 25th, and it's like a guy standing there, and he's just got like shredded undershorts. <laughs> <laughs> like, but really, that's how uh, got to keep the underwear drawer fresh. You know, every Christmas, gotta. Pack right there. Ready to roll. Oh, there you go. Boom. Not the buck naked. Oh, that's 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 a, I, I'm exclusive with him now. Maybe, <laughs> maybe every once in a while, get some uh, Hanes sprinkled in there. But yeah. If you're curious, roll. the the if you're curious, the fit, Roush will be trying them on on the Instagram page, just so you can kind of get a full on view of how they look once mm-hmm. they're on the, the, the human physique. You trying to lose yeah. all of our followers on there? I'm trying to triple <laughs> or quadruple our followers on there if, if that's what you mean by it uh, i got i got comfy pants i love the the type of i got new like work and just sweatpants which are always good i got socks can never go wrong with socks always happy with that as well i got a corn cob tv hat uh which <laughs> <laughs> you all will definitely be seeing me wear that bad boy out um, and about yeah i made out very well it was a good christmas my my wife did surprise me where there was um it was a hat that got on my instagram feed uh you know over the summer i looked at it saying man i kind of like this hat this duck hat it's it's very random it's yellow it's just got a duck on it i'm like this is cool i like this i and but i i resisted the urge to pull the trigger and buy and i i it, it was on Instagram every single time I logged on to the point where it was really just like, come on, how are you not going to buy this Roush? We're going to throw this ad at you so many times. I got to the point where I completely washed my hands of it. Hadn't thought about the duck cat in months. And then uh, Christmas unwrap a present and boom, there's the duck cat quacking at me. I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> oh, that's great. Really, really got me there. You really got me there. Uh, you got to love a good old fashioned Christmas surprise. Another texter on the Thornton's text line says, they said you're the sports talker. You got any quick COVID lockdown opinions? Well, it's funny you should say that. Uh, no, I don't think there was any COVID conversation this Christmas. First one since the pandemic at, at any of them. If I, Unless I'm forgetting one, which I don't think I am. So 
So that was nice. My sister-in-law, they got a new puppy dog. They brought that over on Christmas. She was really sweet. Uh, that that was fun. Um, no, that no no political arguments that I can remember, at least. Not that there's anything wrong with those, anyways. Uh, another texter, two seven zero number says, "Let's hear more of those Christmas trivia questions." Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do. I, I did have a. I don't know. Well, I had a category that was like Christmas category. Um, I don't, but I think they just mean my family trivia altogether. Uh, okay. Correct. W- Let's see if you all, Roush, this is probably going to be more catered towards you. I need the leading scorers for UofL and UK in their most recent national championship victories. Both players scored 22 points. Duran Lamb and Purvis Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Hancock and Deron Lamb. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. A lot of people had that reaction at the trivia. <laughs> there should be um, more controversy about that than players on the field. We'll hopefully have Corey Price doing some trivia tomorrow. What street did Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, grow up on in Louisville? Where was his you know childhood home? Scoots? I got nothing. Oh, you got nothing? Nothing. Oh, um, Rash, I thought you loved Muhammad Ali. thought you loved Louisville. Uh, I'm going to guess Walnut Street, but I know that's not correct. But that's Walnut Street got renamed Muhammad Ali Boulevard. It would make sense to rename. Not many people street. got this right. Grand Avenue. Yeah, because uh, the old house is still there. Um, yeah. And they, they maintain it and everything. But, yeah, I, I knew I was going to get that one wrong. Who has the most head coaching wins between John Calipari, Rick Patino, and Denny Crum? RIP. Man, that's tough. I'm going to guess Rick um, Patino. The thing is, is Patino's done it longer, but like, think about a lot of Cal's teams have been like 38 win teams, right? Like the Memphis, his really good Memphis teams, his good UMass teams. I'm going to say Cal. It is Cal. I mean, the giveaway is like I'm, you know, I'm doing a, I'm doing the trivia. It's, I'm not gonna, yeah, gonna be Cal, obviously. Uh, it's seven ninety eight for Cal. I think actually now it's seven ninety nine since the U of L win. Uh, seven eighteen for Rick. That number also could be seven nineteen, and then six seventy five for Denny Crum. They Denny, you know, Denny. They just didn't coach as many games then. Yeah. They had thirty. They had thirty game seasons and whatnot. Sometimes even fewer than that. Um, and then you got to remember also Rick Pitino was out of college basketball right. for like four or five years exactly. while Calipari was, you know, getting 25 plus wins, uh, most of those years. So, um, yeah, it's Cal there. Okay. Um, let's... So you're saying is 800 right around the corner. Did, wasn't there some big controversy for one of his game? Balls? Oh yeah. 800, maybe Friday night. Actually. Yeah. Um, should talk to UK about that. Right. Um, hey, well, UK, would John Calipari come on roll call to talk about his potential 800th win Friday night? What What was the game ball where he got a game ball about the wins and the NCAA bitched and moaned about it because they were like, well, technically, you didn't have this many wins. And it was, yeah, they like the NCAA like wrote UK and was like, we need you all to acknowledge that that is not the real win game ball. And it was like, fart off, like just fart off. <laughs> Like, you've got better things to be doing at this juncture. I think that was, like, back in 11 or 12. I think it was 11, uh, and they beat Florida or something Right, like I remember that. him beating Florida. Yeah, it was early on in the Cal era. And and that was for, what, 500? Is that what you said? 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. so I think uh, 800 should be Friday night uh, uh, with vacated wins taken out, I'm pretty sure. So, go Cal. Congrats. A lot of wins. Yeah. Um, all right, this one is a sports and Christmas one here. Ooh. That's a technical foul is a quote or lyric from this 2002 Adam Sandler animated Hanukkah Christmas musical comedy. Uh, Scoots, come on. Eight days and nights. That's it. Eight, eight. No, you knew it. Eight I'm crazy sorry. nights. Is it eight crazy nights? Yeah. It, it, yeah. it is eight crazy nights. That's yes. Hey, by the way, I did watch a new Christmas movie this weekend before Christmas. Right. Let's hear it. I watched Christmas with the Cranks. Never seen it. That's fun. It was a good That's one. A good old-fashioned yeah, it's a solid one. It was good. Yeah. Um, all right, here's Louisville trivia. We'll go through this one, and we'll 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 get we'll go move on to something else. I either if you get just one of these two years, you got the point. Uh, what year did Old Cardinal Stadium open, or when was it fully demolished? When did Cardinal Stadium open, or when was it fully demolished? Um, it was fully demolished. In 2021, and I think it opened in like 1951. Those are my guesses. Scoots? Scoots? I was going to say like 2001, so I'm clearly way off. <laughs> All yeah, right. They just, I mean, they just tore it down recently. It, it, it sat there forever. Sat there forever, 2019. Okay. And they were having a big ceremony for it, and Bevin, Matt Bevin was going to be there. Uh, but there was like a crazy winter storm and they had to postpone Well, they, they were going to postpone it, but they were like, whatever, just demolish the thing. So they, so they never really did the ceremony for it. It opened in 56. Okay. With an right. NFL exhibition um, game. Yeah. And that was, um, so uh, the texter who sent us in about the Art Donovan story, um, sent me the clip of him talking about that game on the tonight show. So I went and watched, uh, the old uh, Tonight Show with Johnny Carson from like, it was early, you know, 1990. Uh, or Donovan talking about flicking the horse poop at people. Uh, that was that was funny. Funny stuff. This Louisville Classic Rock and Roll and General Entertainment Club operated from 73 to 99 on Bargetown Road. Scoots? He's not going to get this. No shot. Uh, Phoenix Hill. No, Toy Tiger. Oh, he's one of the two, Phoenix Hill or Toy Tiger. Phoenix Hill was operated longer. Uh, Toy Tiger, it didn't make it to... To 2000. uh All right, I don't expect Scoots to get this one either, but Roush, (laughs) this is again Louisville trivia. Closing closing in 2022, this classic entertainment venue was torn down in 2023. Connections. (laughs) Didn't they close? They closed recently. Man. This was torn down. I don't know if they. I don't know if I. You know, I don't know about connections at all. I don't know anything about connections. <laughs> Makes two of us. Yeah, I don't. Um, man, torn down recently. Think, maybe think of the the classic entertainment venue is kind of tough wording, oh, admittedly. De- deja vu. <laughs> no, um, Vill- <laughs> Village Eight Theater. Ah, man. R.I.P. Village Eight. What's there now? Is it empty parking lot? They're building, I think, like a new medical facility or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Of course uh, they are. This famous Louisville family funded $2.6 million towards the famous or infamous Ohio River Fountain that shot water in the shape of a fleur-de-lis, and it was shut down in 1998. Yeah, because it was never 
Never, never, never was working. Do you know which famous Louisville family? The Scoots, funded? no. Probably not. No, I was just going to ask. Didn't that fountain only – wasn't it only in the river for like two years? No, it was like seven years wasn't or something. Long? But it like only worked probably a combined two years. It was very <laughs> it was very rare you saw that bad boy firing. Correct. Um, it was the Binghams who yes. uh, owned the Courier-Journal forever. Uh, my uh, best friend's mother was like a housekeeper for Mrs. Bingham. Like that was kind Ooh. of her job was helping manage their their – their Mansion. state, yeah, Their state, yeah, yeah. So uh, Binghams, that they do we do we still have families like that in Louisville where it's like they're the like who who would even be the equivalent of that now? Brom. Uh, Brom. Well, I mean, yeah, not yeah. I mean, not totally. Like the Brom family is like a yeah. famous Louisville family. Uh, yeah. The uh, probably. So maybe. I mean, though, like because they own. The newspaper, so it was a little bit different, but there was newspaper and Galt House. Like, that's two of the bigger institutions in the city. And I know they sold off the CJ, Gannett um, has that, and then I don't know if they still do the Galt House. But there isn't, I, I can't, not, there's no big family that just immediately comes to mind. Because I know, like, in Lexington, it's usually the the people who own the horse farms, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, the Becks or the Hancocks. Like, you have those sort of names. I get maybe if there's bourbon people here too. Yeah, like, and it's maybe more political in Louisville. Like obviously, yeah, you've got a bunch of like almost political dynasties that right. live True. in Louisville. Um, but no, it's a good question. I'm sure we're missing like a totally blatant, obvious one. Right. Um, right. And and they'll somebody on the text line will let us know. All right, last one in the Louisville category, and then we'll just move on to some other stuff. Very few people got this. I think only maybe one or two have gotten this this 85 acre park includes a 12 foot abraham lincoln statue that had his top hat stolen earlier this month and the name park is in the name of this park it's 85 acres which is a lot but like it's not seneca or cherokee just to give you like a just to to help you out which park is 85 acres in louisville And it's got got an Um, Abraham Lincoln statue that had his very heavy top hat stolen. I think it's Central Park. I remember that story because the top hat was like behind it. It was like sitting down off of his head. Oh, Um, I thought they didn't find it. They did find it. Well, well, that's where it was on the statue. Like, because it was a young Lincoln before he had the hat. So like the hat was like behind him. Um, I think it's Central Park, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not certain. Scoots, any guess? You said it was a Louisville park? It, the park is in Louisville. The only one I could think of that would maybe be that big is the one, if you're heading out on 64, it's there to the right. I can't, I don't know the park name. I think you're Cherokee Park near downtown? No, it's like when you're heading out of town. When you're on the east end and you're on 64 headed to Lexington, there's no, a big park on the right there. That, oh, that's the like, Parklands. That's like hundreds and hundreds of acres. That's gotcha. a, yeah, it's one of the biggest ones. Uh, that's probably the biggest one. It, it is Waterfront Park. Mm. There was a Lincoln statue at Waterfront Park. Uh huh. Where at? Like near, kind of like near the Walking Bridge, kind of like ish huh. area, just along that kind of corridor of walking. 
Interesting. Um, I didn't, yeah, I had no idea there was a Lincoln statue down there. Yeah, I guess that one was, uh, not a lot of people had that one. Uh, we had a movies category. We had a Christmas category. Uh, we had a finish the lyric category, and we had a geography category. So we can save those for a rainy day. We'll get Corey Price trivia tomorrow. Uh, another texter um, says, here's some or go ahead. I was going to say, fun trivia. Uh, winner of the Holiday Bowl tonight is getting dumped in eggnog. Ooh. Yeah, which feels a little unnecessary. Which what a trend the Mayo Bowl started, and I and I don't want to say they started it because the Potato Bowl did the French fries. I think that was the first one to really go in it for bowl season. Uh, but they had the Scooters Coffee Bowl where they had a Scooters Cup, and it was coffee. And the coach was like, "There's nothing quite like the sensation of cold coffee running down your butt crack." <laughs> it was a quote after the game. Uh, I, some of these are fun, but eggnog, can, who wants who wants that? My family was drinking eggnog and bourbon on Christmas. Yeah, it's good. That's what? that's the only way for me to drink eggnogs with booze in it. That's Rum wild. is better than uh, bourbon, I think. But, they, you know, they're both pretty good. Hmm. I can think of a couple bowls where you don't need to have a physical trophy that is like what the bowl's named after, where um, players are like, you know. Ooh. Tax layer, you just get IRS forms dumped on you. <laughs> the, the winning team's rated by IRS agents. <laughs> they just have like a bunch of dudes in suits, and it's like it just says IRS <laughs> on their coat, sunglasses, and hats. You know. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. The the I would hey if you win the Gator Bowl if you just got like fried Gator, I'd love that. As long as they don't dump them on top of you. You've got you. There's your trophy. You've got to steal it from the Gators. <laughs> uh, Texter says Mark Lynn and the Brown family. Those are two Ooh, good ones. Yeah, Lynn's the big one. Yeah, because hell, there's like 17 Lynn stadiums. They're getting out. They're running out of stadiums to name in town. <laughs> oh, that that was a good one. That was one we should we we should have thought of. Uh, did he change the name of his? Uh, I'm pretty sure he changed the name of his vision places too. His like eye doctors to like the Lynn something. Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds right. Yep. Unfortunately, the potato bowl doesn't pour one pound of russet potatoes on the winning coach. No, just French fries. Um, but we do. TJ, we haven't had this debate um, recently. You, you Do you have a, a fry? You're a steak fry guy, right? That That's your best form of potato? Yeah, I don't. I don't normally try to discriminate against different types of fries. You know, fries are who they are. Uh, I love each and every one of them for who they are, and I and I can find beauty in really any type of fry, despite their style, yeah. their framing, their size, their figure. And you can get a good or a bad of, you know, of any kind of fry, right? Like some crinkle cuts are great, some are just soggy and gross. Like it, a lot of it comes down to who's making them and how fresh are they. I do have my preference, obviously, but I am not like universally out on any one type of fry. Unless, of course, it is a sweet potato fry, in which case you can just throw them in the trash. Get those the hell out of here. Yeah, oh, I like, I like, Come on. I like sweet potato fries. Pretty great, in my opinion. But don't have to Waffle fries are great. Good old-fashioned curly fries are great. Home fries. I love home fries. I love wedges. I think curly um, fries have the highest hit rate. Like, what the chances of you getting a bad curly fry are really – it's hard to do. Like, how do you make a bad curly fry? It's tough. It's tough. Uh, the like little steak fries, like steak and shake. I'm not crazy about those. Shoestring, like shoe crinkle, 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I don't dislike, again, there's a time and place for them. Uh, the crinkle cut, I'd say those are probably at the bottom of the, the power rankings. Your ranking. Oh, that, gotcha. they're at the top for me. I've told you all my steak fry story, right? I'm sure. I, I was with a with a buddy, and he was just stoned out of his mind. And the waiter was like, yeah, we've got really good steak fries. We've got this. Just kind of going through the you options. Thought my, it was buddy, like steak. my buddy was like, you all have got steak? fries <laughs> and the guy was like yeah they're just i mean they're they're good like a lot of people order them he's like i may have to try the steak fries do you like do you like medium medium well he's like they're french they're french fries <laughs> it was a good time it's good time U of L's keeping kenny Payne for the year roush happy yeah. new year cardinals yeah we saw like the writing on the wall. It's still just bizarre. I mean, the only <laughs> rationale is if like Josh Hurd was, if the players were like, "Hey, if you fire him, we're just all gonna like we're we're gonna quit," well, and where Josh was like, "I'm not gonna have a team if I do this." This wouldn't be the first time that we've seen this move too, but I think it was Trilly or one of I don't know, somebody said that it was a. Uh, he was ready to make the move, but didn't have president and board of trustees approval to do it because they didn't want to just pay for, like, it's a lost season already. So, like, why not just make him eat it and save two million bucks? Um, I, on the one hand, am like that. You're losing more money doing that, but at, 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 like that two million dollars you could make just by filling up the arena halfway decently for four games. But, like, is an interim going to be able to do that either? And the answer is probably no. So, uh, that, that's that's the part where I kind of do get it. It's just, like, those press conferences are going to – it's going to be awful. It's going to be awful because there's nothing he can say to make it any better, and people are just going to hate everything he says. Yeah, and it's like, what's it going to be like in late February where they probably still haven't won a game or maybe they've won one. And like, it's very clear that they're going to move on from him and the writings on the wall. Like, will the press conferences be like sad and depressing or will it almost be like, well, y'all came up short again, Kenny, and everybody knows where this is heading. What's He's going to say something just, there, there's going to be a couple times. Oh yeah. Just, uh, out, outrageous. The, the words that are coming out of his mouth. It's a great so point for that. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, if I were a UofL fan, I, I would naturally be pretty disappointed. And and not because there's not, like, reasons and rationale for the decision that Josh Hurd made, which, again, if the players were going to quit, then you didn't really have a choice there. Roush, you're kind of right. Like, you may as well save the money. The season is a lost season. So what what's it really matter one way or another? I just think the messaging matters. That, like, hey, this is an unacceptable way to run this prestigious basketball program. And once I found out the way that it was being ran, I don't care if we didn't really have a plan in place. I just knew somebody somebody else needed to be running things. Um, but then again, Kenny Payne was hired by Josh Hurd. It's his hire. So it wouldn't really stand to look too good for Josh Hurd to say, like, man, I made such a bad hire, we couldn't proceed any longer with it. I think we, uh, have, to, I we have to look at it for what it is, though. Kenny Payne won four games and 32 tries last year. He's won five and 12 tries this year. Got to keep him. No choice. A texter says, shoestring fries are the way to go. He has the high, It has the highest crunch rate. The best fries are the cheese and bacon fries. Those require steak fries for the surface area. 
Ooh, a, a detailed fry take. I the only my only thing with shoestring fries is I get my fingers too often get in the ketchup. You mm-hmm. know, when you're trying to do the scoop and then you just feel kind of gross, feel like a child. My nephew was he was just sticking his thumb in the ketchup and eating it like that. Um he got a shirt for Christmas says, I want ketchup on my ketchup, which I thought oh, that was yeah, I was like, like TJ. Yeah, yeah, you ain't kidding. All right, everybody, thanks for listening today. We'll be back tomorrow. Again, hope you had a great Christmas weekend. We got the new year coming on up. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kale, and full programming on the Big X today. Don't hold back. You just put on your coat and hat and walk yourself to the laundry mat.